Hey, welcome to episode 20. This is the 20th episode of the podcast. That's pretty crazy. Don't you think, Bubba? 20 episodes? Uh, hi, I'm Bubba. Yeah, I caught him off guard when um, I hit record and just started yelling at him. Uh, I feel like Garth um, <laughs> in Wayne's World. So, uh, yeah, 20 episodes. Holy shit. Yeah. And Can you believe that? I, I believe it. I mean, shit. I definitely believe it. And we have way more than just 20 hours of material. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> easily. But this week, we're finishing up our Star Wars episodes. Rapid fire yes. again. Rapid fire. Yeah. So hold on your dick helmets. Here we go. Yep. Bubba, give me a okay. synopsis of episode four. Well, talking about dick helmets, let's talk about Darth Vader. Okay, so he's in this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got A New Hope. Uh, this is like the original, you know, the one that came out and all the miniatures, everything is just really amazing. And from what I understand, had no idea, all that shit got thrown out. Yep. Yeah, you told me that the other day. Yep. Uh, had no idea all that shit got thrown out. But anyways, you've got uh, this Very guy. little was held on to. It's like yep. even even um, um, the set Tatooine was just left there. And they dug out a lot of it, I, I think, for a repurpose for one of the episodes because Sandstorms basically covered it in the few years in between, basically. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, a lot of shit was just left behind too, besides being destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Very amazing. But, uh, you know, it, all of it was, I mean, just brings me back to my childhood, that movie. You know, uh, the first time I saw a late lightsaber was in this movie. Yeah, I remember yeah. being a little kid and my dad saying, okay, we're going to watch Star Wars for your first time. And this is the first one you're watching. Right. When you see that happen, you're like, oh my God, that looks amazing. And you wanted to, everything was a lightsaber from then on. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, totally. Broom, broom, mop, broom, whatever. And then you even had those like cheap knockoff lightsaber things going on in, um, in, uh, oh, in like the pharmacy and at the store. Yeah. In the little toy aisle, you get like one for three bucks. Right. Yeah, that was awesome. Anyways, uh, this uh, kid growing up in Tatooine, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker, um, he meets up with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, he then gets him onto the uh, transport with Han Solo and Chewbacca. Right? <laughs> yeah. Our first uh, introduction to all of these people, Han Solo, Chewbacca, Obi, um, you have Princess Leia, and that's how everything starts, right, is Princess Leia putting a message into um, R2-D2, you know, first time we ever meet R2-D2, and it's a hologram uh, that gets, he transports it along with C-3PO back to Tatooine, and then they find... Obi-Wan and all that and that house that's how that ties all back together. Um Jesus man. 
You're putting me under a lot of pressure. There's, there's, a, there's fight. a lot to this there's movie. I'm trying to be as quick as I can. Yeah. I know. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, they end up seeing the Death Star and whatnot. The Death Star is what took Tick out Alderaan and... Um, which was the princess's home planet. The princess's home planet, exactly. Darth yeah, Vader made her watch it against the Empire in front of her. Um, yeah, exactly. And General Marf Tarkin, Moff Moff Tarkin, whatever Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it ends with well, I guess there's some other stuff in between there, but anyways, but when they get to the uh, Death Star, uh, Obi Wan gets in a battle with uh. Uh, Darth Vader, as we know, as we talked about earlier, that's Anakin Skywalker. Um, yeah. And it was probably the lamest <laughs> fucking lightsaber duel you ever seen in your life. And it was like two you know, old people playing broom ball. It, it really was. It was absolutely terrible. But and again, that's because George Lucas originally thought lightsabers were supposed to be this heavy, two-handed, broadsword-style yeah. weapon, so that's why the fighting style is pretty just lackluster compared to the prequels, especially. Yeah. Well, and then I also thought about that. But if they're using the fucking Force, isn't the Force, you know, fucking making that shit do whatever the fuck they want? Stop asking questions that make too much sense. There's so many. Okay. It's like Star Wars Just is like literally the turn it off and turn it back on mode. Listen, Star Wars. Turn it off, turn it back on. What we have to <laughs> you know? admit while doing all these reviews is at the very least, Star Wars, if it were a big block of cheese, it would be a big block of Swiss cheese with all the okay. holes. Because, man. Yes, yes, the most holes. Yeah, all the holes. Yep. Yeah. Got, got more holes than one of them. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> So they're on the Death Star. Obi Wan loses to uh, Darth Vader. Ends yeah. up becoming part of the Force. Yeah, um, a Force ghost or whatever you want to call them. Uh, that's what I. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, Luke and Han. How did that? I don't want to mess it up because they do take it out in the first one. Take what out? The Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. So what planet are they on? When? When he gets into the pilot seat. Oh, are I they don't on fucking a know. cruiser or a planet? I don't remember. Is that ever specified? I don't know. It must be. Now I feel like an asshole. Oh. Hey, you don't even know either, so fuck yourself. I'm having a hard time. Listen, all this is coming. I haven't watched them in a little bit, so it's all just coming from memory. So Yeah. Anyway, so, they're in anyways, space. They fucking defeat the Death Star. Yeah, they can defeat the Death Star. He, I mean, that's his great feat, right? He de defeats the Death Star. Han Solo sticks around, kicks ass with Chewie. Everybody is in glory. The end of the movie cuts to them getting like medals of honor and shit. And honestly, my favorite people in the entire movie have got to be R2D2, fucking Han Solo, fucking Chewbacca. And yeah, those are my favorites. All right. Cool. 
Yeah. So your take. No, you got to rate it still and talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, as far as rating it, um, I'm going to have to give it. Ah, uh, fucking six. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I know it's rough, but when I, when I think about it as a whole, you know, as far as like the acting, the fucking dialogue, the effects were pretty amazing. That's what gives it the six in my opinion. Okay. Um, but James Earl Jones, maybe it does hit up to a seven. No, I'm going to have to give it a six, dude. That's, that's what I'm feeling. It's a fucking six. Fair enough. Yeah. Hot take, I guess. Um, I'm kind of there with you. I was originally thinking six. I might push it up to a seven based on just that it was the first one. Um, but yes. again, and we have dialogue issues. We have, <laughs> we have it, definitely dialogue issues mainly is some of the worst part. The fact that they didn't foresee that lightsaber battles would be cooler is fucked up. We're not even going to get into really what happened when they in, did the enhanced editions because they've they've like enhanced a few times now for the one of the latest Blu-ray things. George Lucas had his mitts in there again. It was right before the transition to Disney, and there's even more shit added. I've been just recently reading that I didn't realize huh. on, the, on the copies that I have upstairs. Um, to all the movies apparently, um, tweaking, trimming, whatever. Um. I'm looking at the poster right now. It's actually, oddly enough, it's right here in front of me, and it is exactly what it sh it's supposed to be. It's a it's a grand space opera. Um, it's pretty badass. Uh, we don't want to gloss over the fact that um, Luke and Leia kind of seem like they want to get it on. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I didn't want to bring that. Yeah. Up. More on that later. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely. Definitely might have given them a hand job on the Millennium Falcon, but that's we'll decide that later. Um, it's great in a lot of respects. Um, again, the dialogue, man, I, and it feels bad because as a long, long time, lifelong fan of Star Wars, I'm finding more and more holes and disappointment. Like when I have to look at it without the rainbow lens on, you know, without those, you know, glasses that of nostalgia. Yeah, it's the kid rough. nostalgia. Yeah, I still love them for what they are. I'll definitely put them on, but I don't. I don't know if I feel the way I used to feel about it anymore. Well, and but uh, but to add to that, you have to also have more appreciation for things now as well. Like when you look at the things that Jim Henson, people who worked with Jim Henson and all that with the uh, aliens and whatnot. Now I have such an appreciation for like all the artwork, all oh, of absolutely. the miniatures, Everything, all of the this, that, how they did it. And, it, and I then see it was it, state of the art. It really was. And I see it that way. They created systems just to be able to do a lot of what they did with the space scenes. They created like those computer controlled motion cameras and shit. That oh, is yeah. part like, of the legacy is that. They also, while filming these films, George wanted his team and ILM and everybody to push the boundaries every time. And by that, we are probably a handful of years farther ahead than we might have been. Because who else had the money and the and the and the the expertise under his belt with the people that he had and their expertise alone to be able to push along um, the effects industry alone? And we're talking anything from horror to sci-fi, any. Well, 
look at Bubba's got a green screen that we we ourselves can chroma key out and put backgrounds in like yeah exactly this is this is all part of technology that was being used before Lucas and then he spun it on its head and went to doing okay well we can do just full digital fucking everything with blue and green screen not just we're gonna cut out a little section of something right yeah like that so um I I'm gonna give it a seven that's just just because it's it's a pretty strong movie still it's a good opening um it is not the best of the original three in my opinion uh more on that later um but yeah that's where i stand on it okay well and another thing it it, i also have to add so maybe this does kick it up to a seven because you have to think about the movie theaters so many movie theaters had to switch to like a this different um uh fucking projector and audio system they all did it for this movie really i'm yeah absolutely there was a whole thing on it and i can't remember where i saw this are you sure it was this it was... one and wasn't the next one when they did dolby and shit EHX no, audio i'm pretty sure it's this one whatever all right <clears throat> But yeah, it changed a lot of things. Yeah, I'm curious to know more about that because you would think it wouldn't be the one that the studio was worried they were going to lose their ass on, which is this one. Maybe it is. Because they were, one. he was going over time and over budget and the studio was ready to pull the movie at one point. I'm pretty sure he had to use some of his own money to finally finish it. I don't think it would have been this one. It would have been the next one, probably. Yeah, I'll have to look into that Be- for sure. Because, like, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm curious. I- I'd like to know more. But... Well, and I wonder if they did a second. And they could have done that. They could have done a second showing. Second run of it. I mean, I think it was in theaters for a while. But again, like, things used to stay in theaters, I feel like, a lot longer than they do now. Oh, way longer, right? it took right? longer for them to get it on the tape and blah, 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 blah. Now you can just basically, when the movie's out in theaters, you're already pressing your fucking discs. You were probably yeah. pressing your discs as it was, re- like, about to release oh, to theaters, oh, depending yeah. on, on, on the situation. Um, no, now it's even before that. And, and I was talking to a friend last night, and I think I've reiterated it on the podcast, but years ago when movie studios could only make five movies a year because of, of you know, constraints, technological constraints, they had to usually push for better fucking movies. And now that they can whip out 10, 15 fucking movies a year per studio house or whatever the actual number is, I could be high, I could be low, um, so much extra bullshit comes out. And that's just kind of the change that's happened between then when the the current star wars that we're talking about and the newer ones that have come out it's um you're able to push out garbage uh shooting schedules got shorter you know development time is nothing anymore because it's mostly digital straight to the can so to speak because it's a file on a fucking hard drive and you know it's um i don't know it's a weird we're, we're in a weird spot but um i guess we'll talk about episode five yeah onward Yes, so episode five is awesome. It's the first time someone's come in and actually polished fucking George Lucas's fucking dialogue, and it shows. It shows so much. Shows so much. I was it Kirshner, David Kirshner, who came in to also direct this. Yeah, and I that also so. shows um, a much better eye for directing and scene composition. Um, 
it seems like everyone's has upped their game. Uh, the movie starts off at Hoth, Ice Planet, bad shit's happening. Luke is investigating something. It's fucking freezing cold on there. He's riding a Tauntaun. It's kind of janky, stop motion, but back then, of course, everyone was probably creaming their jeans. Yeah, Anyways. Still look great. Tauntaun fucks his face up. Or I'm sorry. Tauntaun fucking <laughs> dies. I think he anyway, he, yeah, he ends too up cold. he ends up in a fucking cave with a monster. This big motherfucker, right? He's like Yeti. You know, like think uh the the big fucking Bigfoot type Yeti from like pretty much identical to the fucking stop motion Christmas movie there, the Rudolph one. Yep. Um Fucks his face up. The only reason why that's even in the fucking movies because fucking Mark Hamill had a fucking horrific car accident, went through the goddamn windshield, and had facial reconstructive surgery. So that was the easiest way to write it in is that it scratched his face up. So when yep. he appeared different on screen, no one was like, oh my God, he's ghastly. And meanwhile, you can barely even tell because even back then they did a good yeah. job. Um, so anyway, Han and him are down there with Leia. I think Leia might be there. Anyways, they're like, you know, leading the rebellion. They're Jeez. trying to fight. They're doing shit. Fucking these big ass fucking ATAT fucking walkers, these big fucking battle vehicles come in. They start fucking shit up. There's a cool little fucking scene. They whip around the legs, bring it down. It's very, very cool. Very hip. Again, top notch fucking uh, poetry and 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 how they're doing these cool effects. Um, the movie on the for the most part it goes on. Uh, there's some like fighting. There's some not fighting. Um, Darth Vader is a kind of a bitch. Um, it all leads to going to this, uh, uh, cloud city, right? This is the right movie. Yep. <laughs> it's gotta be. They it meet is. Lando Calrissian, who, if you listen to the last one, you know that he came back or started and in the Han Solo movie played by a totally different actor, but this is Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams is all right. Um, Thing is, Billy D's kind of a fucking piece of shit. Han and him were friends. Well, no, he was doing it to save his people. He was doing it to save his people, but it's shitty to do that to your old friend, too. He set them up with Darth Vader, is what I'm getting to. So it leads to this whole bullshit thing. Darth Vader fucking cuts off Luke's hand. Luke finds out some horrific shit. Turns out Darth Vader is his sperm donor. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, also, uh, there's more than one of you. Uh, there's another sibling. Who could that be? Um, also, fucking Luke trains with a fucking little little swamp monster type thing. At least that's what we thought back then, named Yoda. Turns out he's got a grand pass, which we've also gone over already. Um, we don't want to gloss over the fact that he trained with Yoga and Dagobah, where he crashes his uh, X-Wing. Um, Dagobah. Dagobah. Um, which, it's great. Old school puppet. Frank Oz did it. Did the voice. Yeah, you know, I met the iconic. guy that created the puppet. Right. There's a lot that of people's Yoda fucking guy. hands. Pretty cool. A lot of people's hands were in it. Again, best of the best. Very cool movie. Um, it ends. Luke gets saved, missing a hand. Now he's got a robot hand. Um, Han and Leia are starting to fall for each other because, well, it turns out Luke and Leia are brother and sister. That's what the illusion is to the alluding is to. So anyways, that's the end of the movie. Movie's fucking phenomenal. It's the best, in my opinion, Star Wars movie in the original three. I will give it a eight and a half, nine, eight, eight to nine. Okay. Also, because we've very, very didn't even gloss over this. Um, 
the score of all these are phenomenal. John Williams. Yeah, I think we course. can both agree on that, that yeah. music doesn't even need to factor in or we don't even need to bring it up because John Williams, pretty much everything he writes touches gold and it becomes instantly iconic and stuck in your head. Well, he has a very particular style. Style. Yeah. You can point, you can pick him out like that. Oh, yeah. It's like how you can pick out Danny Elfman and all these other people who have very specific yes. styles. Um. But I just want to make sure that for the people who are like, well, what about John Williams? I'm, well, we mentioned it at yeah. least because I, I'm honestly, I just realized and was surprised that we haven't brought him up. Anyhow, great movie. What do you think? Um, I would have to agree with you, dude. That is definitely the best one out of all of them. Um, like you said, and I, you know, the sets are even better. Oh yeah. Like way better. It's so badass. Well, now they were a little weren't as scared to pump money into it because yeah. when they thought this thing was going to be a failure and no one really fully understood the original. Like they were making fun of George Lucas and because they filmed it in London. All the I guess the yep. London people working on it did not believe in it, thought they were making a kids movie. Like a little kids <laughs> movie. Which I right. can get with like the dialogue and shit, you would almost think. But what sure. it became, oh, look at all the no costumes. one expected that. Yeah, no one expected that. Look yeah. at that stupid hairstyle. What's That's dumb. Yep. But here we are. Yeah, so uh, Empire, dude. Holy shit. That's where, um, like, you really start to see the extent of what the Force can start to do when, like, Yoda gets the, um, the ship out of the swamp with the force and Luke is trying to do it. And actually Luke is really starting to get a grasp on the force and you're starting to see him, you know, get the rocks floating, Yoda floating and R2 floating and everything working in, um, symbiosis. They say, uh, I, I thought it was really cool. Definitely one of, it's definitely my favorite out of the, uh, original three. Um, I would have to give it, a nine as well because yeah on the next one i'm definitely giving that one an eight what do you mean on the next one the one that i'm about to talk about it's getting an eight yeah oh okay go ahead okay <laughs> you're like oh fuck this <laughs> no um so yeah uh i really like return of the jedi um there's some really cool shit, especially right there in the beginning. Uh, um, uh, right there in the beginning, you've got Luke Skywalker uh, getting Han out of Carbonite, because at the end of Empire, Han gets frozen in Carbonite and taken by the bounty hunter Boba Fett um, back to Jabba. And Jabba the Hutt has him frozen in Carbonite on the wall, doing his thing, and... Uh, it's up to the team to get him out. So um, they're trying to stage this whole thing to get him taken out of there. And uh, this is where Luke ends up getting into a fight with a rancor, right? Orangutan. Yep. A rancor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that thing was fucking massive when he falls in there. I'm like, holy shit. It scared the shit out of me. As a kid, I was thinking, like, this thing is crazy. And he kills it, which looked really sad because the guy who 
was because the like, rancor handler was really sad. Yeah, the handler, bro. he was crying, bro. I'm like, dude, that's really sad. What if that rancor was like kind of cool? They're just telling him to eat you, you know? Yeah, what if it was a chill you beast? Feel bad. Like, I felt bad. And they just trained it by, by, by horrible force to, you know, like attack these people that I don't know. That's yeah, sad, man. Yeah, he really loved him real. a lot. He did. He and cried. It showed. So. Yeah, so there's that. Um, and uh, you see the introduction of the green lightsaber in this movie, which I thought was dope as fuck. And you see Luke using the force to get in. Hey, you will let me in. And, you know, all that with the dude right. in Jabba's palace. Um, yeah, and uh, which is a throwback to the original movie where Obi Wan is powerful enough to use, yeah, you know, the exactly. Jedi mind trick. And you're like, fucking... okay, so we got a fucking master of the Jedi. Yeah, trade he's, here. he's at that level now, and yep, it's also exactly. it's also I think like, shown yes, symbolically by his all black outfit. Yep, exactly. Fact, uh, we don't want to gloss over the fact that part of a Jedi's training and become advancing. At least then, I don't know if this has changed now because of how it was, but. Building your own lightsaber was yep. something. Now, he also, I believe he completely lost the last lightsaber, or he thought, in in Cloud City. So he had to build a lightsaber out of necessity anyway. Yep. But this means he went through trials, went and got the kyber crystals. Like, there's a lot of shit that went down that's just glossed over, sadly. Because I'm sure they didn't have time for it in the movie, and we just wanted to do a time skip anyway, but... Yeah, it's it's a good looking lightsaber, and it and it and it's kind of funny because it's like a mixture of his dad's and Obi Wan's. Yeah, in a way, I kind of I can see that. But yeah, yeah, I thought it looked really cool. Um, and his hand, because you see his hand's got the glove on it now. Yeah, right, because that's a cyber hand, right, or whatever. Yep, cybertronic hand. So I don't know. I I and then you have the Snarlack pit, right? Uh. Boba Fett falls in the Snarlack pit. Yep. Yes, he does. Yep. And, um... Sarlacc. Fucking Did you say like, Snarlack? Yes. Did you say Is, Snar or Sar? I think I said Snarlack. Yeah, it's Sarlacc, I believe. Okay, Sarlacc pit. Oh, yeah. whatever. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. There'll be people, if they listen to this, they'd be like, That motherfucker just said Snarlack pit! <laughs> well, he doesn't sorry, know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> well, anyways, the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, he falls into it, and Han almost goes in, and fucking yep. Lando almost goes in, and that makes you feel good that Lando came back to fucking take care of Han. That's true. Help out a buddy. He right? felt bad about the bad bad. He shit. did, and he came back to help. That's his. That's his um, retribution arc. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he, fucking Han's blind through all of this because he's got fucking uh, oh yeah, freezer he was, burn on his eyes. Yeah, I totally forgot <laughs> to mention in the last one, fucking Han gets fucking frozen in carbonite. A yeah, big I've block said that. of shit. Yeah. Did, did you say that on the last movie? No, I said it at the beginning of this. Okay, because I forgot. Because it, it happens at the... Yeah, okay, and, cool. Yeah, and OFED Bounty Hunter. Whole thing. A lot of yep. shit in these movies. Definitely glossing it. A lot of stuff. Um, so they finally get loose of everything. They've killed fucking Leia kills Jabba. Choke shit out of him. 
Choke shit, choke shit out choke of her little fucking bikini, her <laughs> little metal little bikini, gold, gold metal bikini, and choke shit her out. Gilded bikini. Oh man, so hot. And then there was fucking uh, was hot. those, yeah, those pictures of her in uh, Rolling Stone in that bikini at the beach. Yeah, that's a good one. I I think it is. Yeah, look at his face. He's like, I know those. Oh yeah. I do. Um, in fact, I've got one of the pictures here. I got Somewhere. one. I gotta get the frame out. next to my bed. Nice. I bet you do. <laughs> chugga, chugga, chugga. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they get free of that, and then uh, they are headed to somewhere. I can't fucking remember. They were going to Endor, or they end up on Endor. No, that's not it. The Death Star has been built Death again. Death Star 2. Electric Star Boogaloo. Two. <laughs> yeah, Electric Boogaloo. So, I mean, that's one hokey part about it. You know, you got a Death Star 2 all ready to and go. And so and quick, it feels yes. like. Well, I think they cover that in something else on like how they Like it was already building, building it in the past, yeah. Yeah, right? and they were going to use them all for something else. Yeah, and... so it was only a few months or a year, a couple years behind the original Death Star. Yeah. In fact, I think it still is without a lot of its electroplating and shit or whatever. Like, it's definitely still like a partial thing, isn't it? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I thought this one was full. Maybe it was the other one that was partial. See, fucking an empire. Yes, yeah, they all blend together, man. I can't. A remember. lot of them share a lot of similar storylines. That's the problem. Yeah, too. too. So, um, and then uh, there's two things that have to happen for this battle. So there is a battle in the in space, and then there's a battle on Endor happening. That's a a moon of Endor, actually. Um, right. They're on a moon of Endor. They're not actually on Endor. Or is Endor the moon of something? Either way. Yeah, some exactly. Anyways, this is where we meet um, Ewoks. Yeah. Terry Fisher gets all hooked up with Ewoks, and they love her, and then they end up loving C-3PO. He gets everybody freed up, and then gets the Ewoks working with them against the Empire. Next thing you know, they're taking out ATSTs, and we're fucking rocking, cocking, and we're taking down the fucking shield. Yeah, because the shield generator was where they yes, needed, where exactly. they needed to be. So, so they, they had to knock take down that, that shield generator, knock yep. that out, and then they could take down the Death Star. And Electric Boogaloo. They do that. Well, I should say Han Solo and Chewie do that, don't they? Someone does it. Lando, Han somebody. and Chewie take down the No, because Han is on shield. Hoth. Han and Chewie take down the shield. Right, take down the shield. Yes, sorry. Yes. I thought and you... then... Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lando else. and somebody Lando. else takes down, it down, right? Yeah. In the Millennium Falcon, because he's up there, wow, fucking having a good old time. Yeah, and that guy with the big, like, uh, yeah, like the weird double lip thing going on. Yeah. Boop, boop, yeah. Boop, boop. yeah, I know. Yeah. With the big lips, yeah. <laughs> Those stupid big eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then... Uh, Luke is going up against Darth Vader, his father, and the Emperor at this point, Palpatine. So Darth Vader and Luke get into it pretty good, but Luke is holding his own. In fact, he's given 
star with a pretty good run for his money. Kind of fucking um, him up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And then the next thing you know, the Emperor turns on Darth Vader and um, is trying to pull Luke into his, um, to be his apprentice and turn to the dark side. Right. And Luke is all like, no, I'm not having it. And the next thing you know, they get into a scuffle again. Luke is about to go over into like this pit of despair. Absolutely nothing in it. And then Darth Vader throws the fucking Emperor down that shaft. Right? And um, Luke is like, oh, Dad. I'm sorry, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And he dies. Look at me with your own eyes. I want to look at you with my own eyes. And he takes the yeah. fucking helmet off, and it's this old, white, pasty, white man. Just like, yeah. definitely scarred not Hayden Christensen. Shit. Scarred up, fat, bloated, just living in an iron lung, basically. He's fucking for the yeah. last 20-ish years, 30 years. Awesome. Because you figure by then Luke's got to be close to 30, late 20s. Yeah. And then... Yeah, they all rejoice and they've defeated the Empire. Yeah, a little party on, on uh, they have a little funeral pyre of Darth Vader on Endor or the moon of Endor or wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. Force ghosts come out and say, what up? Because Yoda dies in this movie too. He just, of natural cause, the old fucker. He's not like a hundred and something years old or something like that. Well, it's as if he's been absorbed going. by the Force, right? It's as if he's been that living that long to meet Luke and train him. Like yeah. that's his That was purpose. like his last purpose. And it, it was his way of, that was his redeem arc, you know, from fucking up in the past and not being smart enough to realize that this dude was a bad dude. It's caused all this heartache, everything. Yep. It's all goes back to the emperor. But the Sith has a shroud that you can't see. Yeah, well, it's weird. Some yeah. people felt it a little bit eventually. Yep. What do you rate this? Um, like I said, I think it's an 8 an for eight. me. Yeah, you're sticking yeah. with well, it after even talking it, it out. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of really great things going on. There's a lot of really great effects going on. You're seeing some really interesting things going on with the Force. You're seeing some better lightsaber battling going on, um, some cooler tech going on. You got some cooler ships happening. Um, yeah, I think you got a lot of really interesting things. It's not as good as Empire, but I think it's better than A New Hope. I'm going to throw it right in there at an eight. I think I'm going to go with a seven. Okay. It's all right. It's good. It's a nice way to end it. So you think it's as good as A New Hope then? I, that was a 6-7 for me. So, honestly, I would take it back, and I'd probably give A New Hope a 6, like you. Yeah. For sure. And then this one a 7, because I don't think... It definitely doesn't live up to the last film. George Lucas is back in all his hokey glory. Um, yeah. For sure, in a lot of respects. Um, the Ewoks were cool and not cool at the same time. I'm not one of these people who are like, oh, they put Muppets in my movie. No, um, necessary, but I didn't necessarily like the way they fought the stormtroopers. It didn't seem like throwing little rocks and shit at them was going to do 
like knock them out and shit. I just think that that fight. No, but the logs was the logs was cool. Now listen, there's parts of the fight battle scene between them that it definitely it should have been more of that. The good stuff, the stuff that makes sense. When like one stormtrooper gets hit by one rock, and it's like, come on, man, that that fucking armor is meant to withstand quite a bit. Yeah, a laser blast. armor, dude. Like, (laughs) get the fuck out of here. There's no way his head rattled around there and he got knocked out or even worse, died from it. So stop. Um, That bugs me. That's probably the only thing that bugs me in the movie. I think the rest of it's still fairly solid, but it's uh, we're back to just like dialogue issues and... There were, I don't yeah, know, absolutely. Re- it's reused just, and repurposed eh. parts of older stories seem to be coming back out. Like, I don't think Lucas, given the time of day, could really write himself out of a wet paper bag easily. It's a lot of the same thematic material over and over again, just regurgitated and repurposed in a different way. So you that know, it appears when you release different. this, you need to hashtag George Lucas, like, <laughs> all over, and maybe he'll see this and he'll just... Like have me murdered. Send you a nasty note. <laughs> hey, it's me, George Lucas. You're a son of a bitch. Listen, you son of a bitch. Um, that being said, you're not allowed to see any Star Wars ever again. Right. <laughs> um, that being said, we're gonna do a quicker gloss over on seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. Go ahead and start with seven because I do have some things to okay. say about seven, but the other two I don't have a lot and. We'll get there. Okay, so seven. Years go um, by. All of a sudden, hey, Disney yeah, gets years it. Years go by. Here's a new movie. Um, so we're into um the the first order. Uh that's like the new basically the new empire. Um had to have one of those. Yep, exactly. Uh Ray, who is this girl who grew oh, up wait. on Wait, you Tatooine. just did the last one. I did. I, all I, right. Hold on. Do you want me to continue? No. Or you got it. I'll take it. Let's just keep it the same order. Okay. Um, but what he was saying, Ray, Tatooine, she's like a fucking orphan. Um yeah, weird, huh? <laughs> yeah, weird. This is very, very, very a lot of similar things. Um, then, you know, we got this dude who's a stormtrooper Finn or F eight what is it, F eight two eleven. F eight two one seven. Two one seven. Then Whatever. Um, FN247. FN. Yeah, f- f- fuck face. Uh, 792. Um, <clears throat> uh, there's this dude. He's a stormtrooper. Doesn't want to be a stormtrooper anymore. They've gotten away from the clones. Like most of them have died out. The technology still exists, I'm sure, but they just don't have it anymore. So they actually recruit people when they're young children and train them and they become what's the current stormtrooper type. Well, and there's yeah, and the the stormtrooper, the clone, he they're still out there. They're a, like a lot of drifters and old men, right? You know, that's what they are played now. Yeah, they're they've aged, you know, yeah, accordingly. Exactly. Um, and 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 so you know, we have the problem that you know these are people who have been like, you know, basically brainwashed to do this. He's not feeling it. He gets the fuck out of there. There's a dude named Poe. He's like the best fucking fighter in the galaxy now. He's kind of like new Luke Skywalker, sort of. Or even more like new Anakin oh, Skywalker, because like, Anakin Skywalker was like the best no, pilot back then. I think he's more then. like new Han. Eh, 
because he's a pilot. Yeah, that's who. That's it's his a thing. Mix. He's a but pilot. The thing is, he's Han not is also much of in anything this movie. else. Right. Han is definitely in this movie. Chewie. We see some old people that we knew. Um, but yeah, Ray's like finding out that she's like force sensitive, sort of. I don't. I'm, yeah. This movie was a good. I don't know a lot more of it. I mean, I know what happens. There's some cool lightsaber battles. There's, there's um, what's his name there? Her brother or whatever the fuck he is to her. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Kylo Ren. It's not her. It, it, it's not her brother. No, it's her cousin. No. Right. Technically, or no, they're not even. No, they're not. No, no. because she's actually the daughter of. Kylo Ren is Leia's and Han's kid. Son. Luke didn't have any kids. Luke's nephew. Yeah, Luke's nephew. Anyways, like... (laughs) He learned from Luke. Yeah, he learned from Luke. Luke had a Jedi Academy that was kind of like part of the books back in the day. I don't know. There's a lot of layers to it, man. I'm going to tell you right now, I give it like a 7 or an 8 because when it came out, it was awesome. And I think J.J. Abrams did a good job. He did, he did it right by, and some people complain about this, but, but it was all familiar stories and stuff, just new, refreshed, yeah. rehashed. I, I could deal with it. Seven. I'm not going to give it an eight. No, seven. Six and a okay, half, seven. Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to say a seven as well. It's okay. Because there were some interesting things. Yeah. Um, And they, they did a good job kind of trying to tie into the old story. Yeah. And leaving some Make of it, it a little loose. And keep it in, exactly. Like she finds but, Luke at the end, and everyone shit their pants. Yeah, like we've been waiting to see Luke this whole movie because we knew at that point he was going to be in it. Like it, the, the the whole story was great, beautiful scenery. Yeah, absolutely. The music's back, and and so what would you rate it? I'd say a seven as well. Um, going into the next one, Ryan Johnson uh, ruined it. What's that? Ryan Johnson ruined it. He took J.J. Abrams' fucking, oh, yeah. fucking story and just went, <laughs> spit it out. Bullshit. Go ahead. Man, and it's hard for me to even remember a whole lot of this, because I think I only saw it the one time in the movie theater. Here's, here's maybe the I've thing. seen it twice since then. These new ones, um, eight and nine, I've seen maybe eight twice, maybe nine once or twice. Like These are not movies yeah. I watch over and over again. That's why it's a very quick gloss. Some shit happens. So, <laughs> <laughs> there um, were fights, I'm sure. Probably. So Ray has been doing some of the training. She gets at first. Um, uh, Luke says, "I'm not going to train you. That's not what I do anymore. I'm, I don't. I don't have any relationship with the Force." And Ray says, "Well, you must train me." And uh, uh, eventually, he ends up doing some training with her just minimal and then um she ends up having to leave because she senses something in the force and it's uh uh, kylo ren is meeting with her using the force or some shit like that fuck if i remember um and then oh jesus christ i can't fucking remember man it's because it doesn't matter really it um, does there's the whole thing with laura dern and like princess leia gets sucked out of, into space and get like sp- space flies oh, her way back Andy circus plays that guy the uh, fucking plays Gollum, but he plays the emperor right or no snoke it's not the emperor snoke, snoke. snoke. yeah Ugh. yo 
Yeah, but this but Snoke is Snoke's cool. We find out to be a clone, clone of the Emperor, right? Of the Emperor. Well, and all of them are clones. Like, there's many Snokes. There's many Emperors. You know, right? It's all just that. like, oh my god. But yeah, the part where Leia gets sucked out in the fucking space and then like face space protects her head with like a force bubble and then fucking Superman's back to the ship. I think they with really with her finger. I think they really fucked up by not reshooting that in a way after Carrie Fisher died to make her have a hero's death that she got sucked into space. Like, yeah, it would have sucked, but it would have been like, instead, we get some weird repurposed footage in the next movie of Carrie Fisher that we knew was shot for number seven, and and then all of a sudden she just fucking dies in that movie. It's like it would have been, I think they fucked that up. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, and uh, this big thing between Ray and Kylo Ren continues to happen, I guess. That's the big thing. And she ends up, doesn't she end up, like, defeating him? Yeah, she ends up, like, kicking his ass, I think. Uh, Yeah, something like that. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know. Um, So, yeah, I gave it probably a five or a six, maybe a I'm, six. I'm sitting on five. five. Yeah, that, yeah, like, you read my yeah, mind. Yeah, like five. It's not very good. It, it moves the story along. The fact that Ryan Johnson's threw out what J.J. Abrams had storyline-wise means that there's a huge disconnected feeling between 7 and 8 for me. Where 7 was exciting to see where we're going, all of a sudden fucking Luke's a goddamn pussy. Like, yep. one of the strongest Force users still alive in the fucking galaxy, and he's a fucking idiot. And that, <sighs> There's just so many things that are wrong with this movie. We get some cool space battles, but it just feels like someone who really liked Star Wars as a kid but didn't fully understand it is the one who made this movie. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Thought the technology and other things were cool but didn't really know where the heart was because this movie falls so flat. It might as well be a fucking lady with A cup. So flat. <laughs> Negative A's. Negative A's. Negative A's. Just horrible. Episode 9, also, I literally have seen it once, maybe twice. Um, yeah. There's some fighting. There's some a water fight with Ray and Kylo Ren. Like, he's still well, they, doing they're his thing. trying to find the Sith um, beacon. Sure. And they have to fi- follow a bunch of clues, and then they end up finding like the Jack Sith beacon. Like Jack And then they go, um, that beacon takes them to... A Sith world that's supposed to be never be able to be found, and they find it, and they end up finding a buttload of fucking uh destroyers. Right, right, huge, big, big. Oh, ass then this is destroyers, the one with the space right? horses, isn't it? Space horses. They're like riding space horses along the ship. Oh yeah, yeah, space fucking horses, bro. So dumb. Um, so fucking the only thing dumb. that I thought was dope about this movie was the space horses. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, there's two things I think were dope about Excuse this movie. Excuse me. Yeah, what is um, that? One of them was all the ships, right? That come in at the end, like a ungodly amount, and you have like the Millennium Falcon coming in and. It, 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 I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I and, mean, um, that's cool, I guess. 
Fuck you, dude. There was a lot of really cool ships in there. It was better because J.J. Abrams was behind it. And he kind of tried to save the dumpster fire that was what Ryan Johnson made with the last one. He tried. He did the best he could. Don't get me wrong. But it's a for me, it's a very forgettable movie. Yeah, fair enough. Four. Four. The a worst four. one of the fucking, of the whole entire thing. Really? Yeah, I'm really sad about it, man. It could, the whole fucking, the last three could have been so much better. They should have just kept the one director, one vision, one storyline. That's just not how it goes. You know who they, you know what should have fucking happened this entire time? They should have had fucking John Favreau take the reins for everything. Star Wars, just like what's his name is doing that for DC right now. James Gunn, yeah. Someone yep. should have. It was John a little Favreau bit more, uh, goes through and does all of the new shit. Not as in. Because, dude, I'm telling inept. you what, man, fucking Mandalorian, bees, fucking knees, bro. That is some good shit. That is Star Wars shit right there. That's as good as it gets for Star Wars, in I mean, my opinion. it's funny because... Next to, like, Rogue One. With this week's announcement that the Disney is now shutting down after a little more, a little less than a year of being open, the Star Galactic Cruiser Hotel or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. All that money invested just gone, but also I think the average night stay was $2,500, so... Yeah, nobody can afford that nowadays. No, and they should have obviously realized that, and... Well, I bet COVID, I bet they were like, this whole idea probably came out before COVID. Oh, I'm sure it and was in development it long before. And then when it finally happened, they're like, well, this is how much it costs. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure, but like they should have really tried to have a longer, like a five-year plan. This is how we're going to make the money back. Yeah. Or try to, like, I don't know how much of it is their thing against Florida right now. Either way, it's very disappointing. I think they were banking on Star Wars to be more popular than it is, but they they fucking Disney did drop the ball here and there. The the best thing that they've got going right now is the shows um yeah, for themselves. And I gotta and even say, then, so far they're strong. They're putting out I in my opinion, I think they're they're pushing too much out now that they have this IP, they're just it's too much. Star Wars was 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 better to me when it when there was a mystery and, and you had to wait quite a bit. Like a couple years before the next yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I get that that or shows are not in that years. format or whatever, but like I would have been like, cool Obi Wan, cool I guess Mandalorian. It's it is what it is. I'm still not into it. I can't. I just for whatever reason it doesn't really interest me. And maybe that's just because I've been let down so much by Star Wars that it's hard for me to even get through anything that isn't the oh, classic stuff. Um, I haven't watched Book of Boba Fett. I don't know if I will. I'm just. I'm Ooh, not. That was pretty good. I'm not as uh, invested anymore, and that is all on the fault of the last three movies, I think, and yeah. getting older and stuff. Like, just comes and, and, with the territory. Like, they're obviously I've said that you know they're huge for graphics and pushing the industry farther, but at the end of the day, if you look at my scores, they're not really great movies. Only no, one or two of not. them out of nine, three of them maybe. But, I've got to say, I think that the TV shows, and I haven't gotten into any of the other ones, but I think the TV shows, they have definitely redeemed my vote in Star Wars. 
because I I got pretty invested in Obi Wan and Mandalorian. I think those are great shows. Right. And there's a lot of really good stuff going on in there as far as dialogue, as far as um just interactions and different characters. That makes sense. And, and filling in some holes too in the storylines in the movies. They help, you know, support some of that. Right. Fair there enough. That's my that's my take. And I give this show is probably an eight or a nine. I can't because I haven't yep, really watched them go. all. Obi Wan yep. was pretty good from what I saw of it, which was almost all of it. So But at the end of the day, that's episode twenty, guys and gals. Back next week with a normalish more normalish episode, but this is what we wanted to get out for uh, you know, since we missed May the fourth. So there it is. Yes. We've laid it all out online. I'm sure there's times where we might talk about it more, but this is the most condensed version of our thoughts on the Star Wars series and movies in these last two episodes. Thank you for watching or listening. And may the fourth be with you. And may the fourth be with you. And may the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> Like, would you say you prefer watching Spaceballs over? (laughs) I watch Spaceballs way more than I watch Star Star Wars Wars now. Dude, I watch Spaceballs multiple times a year. Spaceballs! Watch out! We're the Spaceballs! Fucking, it's a great fucking Uh, movie. It's a great parody, and it it makes me happier to watch that. Ten years. Get fucked. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time. Oh, man. I I watched it, I went through a period where I had to watch it like five times every year for like four years and I was just like okay taking a break and I've taken quite a break I guess right I gotta get back in the saddle back in the saddle again because we've been combing the desert (laughs) (laughs) we ain't seen seen shit shit. (laughs) oh shit Mel Brooks but anyways, on that note, we'll see you later, everybody. We got shit we're going to get in up to tonight. A little GTA roleplay. So. Yeah, roleplay. If you watch us here, you're, you'll have seen us now. Yeah. Weird. Bye. Bye. I'm Bubba. I'm not. I wish. I fucking wish I was. <laughs> no, he doesn't.